0: Let's take a moment to reflect on how we feel when we compare ourselves to others. As we listen to Elder J. Devon Cornish challenge each of us to only compare ourselves with how we were in the past and how we want to be in the future. Through a series of tender mercies as a young doctor coming out of medical school, I was accepted for pediatric residency training in a high-powered competitive program. When I met the other interns, I felt like the least intelligent and least prepared of all. I thought there was no way I could measure up to the rest of the group. Early in our third month, I was sitting in the nurse's station in the hospital late one night, alternately sobbing to myself and falling asleep, as I tried to write the admission orders for a small boy with pneumonia. I had never felt so discouraged in my life. I didn't have any idea how to treat pneumonia in a 10-year-old. I began to wonder what I was doing there. Just at that moment. One of the senior residents put his hand on my shoulder. He asked me how I was doing, and I poured out my frustrations and fears. His response changed my life. He told me how proud he and all of the other senior residents were of me and how they felt like I was going to be an excellent doctor. In short, he believed in me at a time when I didn't even believe in myself. Please, my beloved brothers and sisters, We must stop comparing ourselves to others. We torture ourselves needlessly by competing and comparing. We falsely judge our self-worth by the things we do or don't have and by the opinions of others. If we must compare, let us compare how we were in the past to how we are today, or even how we want to be in the future. The only opinion of us that matters is what our Heavenly Father thinks of us. Please, sincerely ask Him what He thinks of you. He will love and correct, but never discourage us. That is Satan's trick. Let me be direct and clear. The answers to the questions, am I good enough, and will I make it, are yes, you are going to be good enough, and yes, you are going to make it, as long as you keep repenting and don't rationalize or rebel. The God of heaven is not a heartless referee looking for any excuse to throw us out of the game. He is our perfectly loving Father, who yearns more than anything else to have all of His children come back home and live with Him as families forever. He truly gave His only begotten Son that we might not perish but have everlasting life. Please believe and please take hope and comfort from this eternal truth. Our Heavenly Father intends for us to make it. That is His work and His glory. I love the way that President Gordon B. Hinckley used to teach this principle. I heard him say on several occasions, Brothers and sisters, all the Lord expects of us is to try, but you have to really try. Really, trying means doing the best we can, recognizing where we need to improve, and then trying again by repeatedly doing this, we come closer and closer to the Lord. We feel His Spirit more and more, and we receive more of His grace or help. All we have to do to receive this heavenly help is to ask for it, and then to act on the righteous promptings we receive. The great news is that if we sincerely repented our former sins will not keep us from being exalted. If we will sincerely repent, God really will forgive us, even when we have committed the same sin over and over again. As Elder Jeffrey R. Holland said, However many chances you think you have missed, however many mistakes you feel you have made, I testify that you have not traveled beyond the reach of divine love. It is not possible for you to sink lower then the infinite light of Christ's Atonement shines." End of quote. What we cannot do is rationalize rather than repent. It will not work to justify ourselves and our sins by saying, God knows it's just too hard for me, so He accepts me like I am. Really trying means we keep at it as we fully come up to the Lord's standard. As an intensive care pediatrician, I know that if one inappropriately rejects life-saving treatment, It can lead needlessly to physical death. Similarly, when we rebel against God, we reject our only help and hope, who is Jesus Christ, which leads to spiritual death. None of us can do this on our own power. None of us will ever be good enough, save through the merits and mercy of Jesus Christ. Because God respects our agency, we also cannot be saved without our trying. That is how the balance between grace and works works. I witness to you that if you will really try and will not rationalize or rebel, repenting often and pleading for the grace or help of Christ, you positively are going to be good enough. That was an excerpt from Elder J. Devin Cornish's talk, Am I Good Enough? Will I Make It? Thank you for taking a moment to reflect with us here on BYU Radio.